This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> Welcome to... Give that some thought. Tripod Broadcasting's flagship show. Where the liquor's cold, the uh, weather outside is hot, and the THC falls just right on a mind controlled by MK Ultra. That's right. A mind filled with television, movies, and video games. That's right. Um, controlled, which is, which is all you know. Popular media is all is all the result of MK Ultra trials of the sixties. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. Actually, you, know, you don't need, you don't need to take somebody into a lab and shoot them with a bunch of chemicals and like you know break them break them break them down when you just when you have them raised on television from an early age. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. It was almost like you know, oh, this is scary. Like we don't want the government to control our minds or big companies or whoever. You know, like, yeah. and then and then literally like you know, growing up like the internet became popular and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was like it was like the tool was already there. The yeah. tool was invented. It was just yeah. like oh, here he, here's here's this. Yeah, and like can you imagine? Like, Ooh, an interactive screen. It's not it's, just a screen I can stare at, but an interactive one. But it's just like, it's just, I don't know, man. Cause, and and I, I thought about this as I was sitting, uh, I was laying in bed getting ready to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I was just like browsing, you know, the typical just garbage. Like not doing anything of any value. Just yeah. Facebook and Twitter and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, this is, this is my life now. I care about these things, and yeah. that concerns me. <laughs> okay, know? so one 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 cool trick. What's that? That I have. Um, uh, people hate me for it. This is my one cool trick that I have that will save you so much uh, in your sleep. Yeah, is when you get into and everybody does this now. Mm-hmm. You lay down in bed mm-hmm. and you have your phone. Yeah, and you're dicking around on your phone. Everybody doing whatever you do. Mm-hmm. You're, you're on your Facebook. You're on your Reddit. You're on your Tumblr. Whatever it is, because yeah. you're a degenerate. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Only degenerates have tumblers. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I heard somebody at work. By the way, I walked by the other day, and this guy's like, he was joking with somebody. He's like, "No means no," and I was like, "That's correct." If tumblers taught me anything, yeah. <laughs> uh, one one cool trick that I have that t- Tumblr hates me for is that <laughs> I I have started doing the past couple weeks is turn the the brightness on my phone all the way down. Yeah. When I start, when I'm doing the well, light, not just bed the brightness. Thing. Have you heard about these red light things? No. So it's built into the iPhone now, and uh-huh. supposedly it's going to be built into the next version of Android, but you... So blue light keeps you awake. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Like, it... it, it uh, I think it it helps produce serotonin and uh, sort of inhibits melatonin taking over like it should yeah. when you're supposed to go to sleep. Yeah. And so you... Um, which, is why, which is why I've been turning the light down, and it's helped my sleep cycle. Uh-huh. I'm falling asleep faster, and I'm staying asleep. Well, the brightness really helps, but there, there you can download apps for your phone, and there's uh, there, there's like apps for computer screens and stuff that'll, that will literally... That, so I have one on my phone, and it actually works for my watch, too, but at, at sunset, like it's automatically timed with my location, mm-hmm. and so at sunset, it just begins to gradually take the blue out, so that by the time I'm going to bed... The screen that I've been looking at for the past four hours is has no blue light in it. Hmm. Yeah, it just it just slowly brings it to red. Now sometimes I'll turn it off because I don't want to see I want to see pictures, you know. Yeah. But uh, it's um, yeah, it'll take all the blue light out and it'll really help your sleep. What is this app now? Well, there's a bunch of them out there. CF Lumen is one. Flux is another. I use one called Twilight. Hmm. There's like if you if you search like blue light filter on the yeah. Play Store, there's like. 
okay. a trillion options. But Twilight is the one that I use. It automatically does it. Remind me after the show, and I'm gonna have to do one of those. It's good stuff, dude. It really it'll really help you sleep out. Yeah, yeah. Because you'll, I mean, the blue light is keeping you awake. Yeah, you know, even even now the brightness helps, like you've noted, but but you're still. The the screen has a certain amount of blue in it mm-hmm. uh, through everything that you look at that is producing that picture, yeah. and that it's that blue light that keeps you awake. Yeah, that's today's science note. There we go. There it is. You're welcome, America. Um. So. I like coffee, Matt. Good. It's good coffee. Is it? What are you? What are you brewing over here? What damn is, fine what, cup. What are we? Damn, what are you, damn fine. Good cup of coffee. What are you, what are you brewing? What do you drink? Uh, well, it's the Folgers. It's just the basic. It's terrible coffee. You want to try a sip? No, thank you. It's not good. No, I. Um, I'm content. You said Folgers, and I don't need to taste it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, why don't you get get just get yourself a bag of like? There's a Walmart brand that's. I think it's called. It's a red bag. It's mm-hmm. it's not that much more expensive because I know price is a big issue for you. I, I, even Look, if I had it, I don't think I would buy like you know like fourteen dollar bags of coffee. No, thank you. Even if I had the money to spend on coffee, but it's not okay. Well, or, then, if, then just keep if sipping I had, on sh- then that's fine. Sure, I'm fine with. Sh- <laughs> I've been eating sh- my entire entire life. I've grown accustomed to the taste. <laughs> things don't feel well, things don't taste right unless they have just a little bit of dookie in them. That's. You know that's probably right. You know, yeah. like, there's this whole GMO thing. That's why like, I don't wipe my hands after I poop. It's because of the dookie yeah, flavor. Right, right. The essence of the duke carries over. The essence of the duke. There you go. Um, <laughs> Pilgrim. No, but there's no... Uh, like. So I remember uh, when we were kids, and the story has is going somewhere. <laughs> I promise. Okay. But, and we had gotten a bunch of hail damage. There was a big storm that came through uh, Hazelwood up there where my parents live. Mm-hmm. And there was a big, uh, there was a big um, storm that came through, a bunch of hail damage to the roof. And my parents had, you know, homeowners, I guess, insurance or whatever. And so we were getting a new roof put on. And it was a bunch of Mexicans, um, which might seem surprising. But uh, it was a bunch of Mexicans. And um, so they're putting the roof on and all this stuff. And they, they, my mom, I guess, caught one of the Mexicans because, you know, they, they get there early. They're mm-hmm. up on the roof. They leave three, four in the afternoon. Yeah. That's all they do. Maybe they go grab lunch or whatever. But I guess my mom caught one, um, draining the main vein, uh, in the, uh, in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not pinching a loaf, but draining the main vein. Yeah. Okay. If you get my drift. And so she like called the company. And like had this giant issue with it. I remember. Jeez. Yeah, it, exactly. And and I remember thinking, I'm like, well, your other option is to just open the door to the six or eight guys that are on the roof and just yeah. say, come on in. Yeah. Or they're going to have to drive whenever they want to drain the main vein yeah. or leave or whatever, which is going to slow down the, the project. Um, anyways, that being said, there is no way. That fresh fruits and vegetables, and don't even get me started on like meat products and like what could possibly fall into a grinder at a meat processing plant. Mm. But there's no way that fresh fruits and vegetables don't just have a minuscule amount of both human and animal waste. Absolutely. Right? Like there's no yeah. way. There's no way. There's no farm or uh, production line or process that is that clean, that inspected, and that. There's no, there's just no way. Do you know, do you, you do know that the FDA has rules about how much 
fecal human fecal matter, how much human it just has to be a small amount can can be in any given product. Like it's parts per million, sure, but it has to. They have a line. I wonder above this line, bad. Below that line, all, oh no problem. Right? Yeah, it's you can they can still be there. Right? No, everything like but see see that's part of that's part of the wonders of the human endocrine system, <laughs> the wonders of our immune system. Right? It's magical science time. It's because okay, so our endocrine magical science time with Matt Hume. So that's so right. so the system of our bodies that digests yeah. right. That's feeds right. a lot into our immune system, okay? Yeah. <clears throat> is what you take into your body. Your your body either you, you know, says this By the is way, good I know me. you hate the vitamin C thing and you always tell me it doesn't do anything, uh-huh. but it I'm telling you it makes if I feel a cold coming on, it can either stave it off or make it or make it shorter. Yeah. By, by I don't I mean, have a cold. This I'm, is just smoking. I know, I mean me. I just mean oh, in general. Okay. Yeah. But immune system is where you're at. Sorry. Yeah, no, because uh, cigarettes have vitamin C in them. It's fine. It's no oh, there you deal. go. Are you drinking uh, the vitamin cigarettes? I'm not drinking. I don't drink cigarettes. You're, you're, That's your first mistake with cigarettes. You have to smoke them. <laughs> See, Addison, you're, you're you're smoking the vitamin way off cigarettes. Base. I apologize. So listen, I'm. That's what I'm doing. All right. The, the human the human digestive system is 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 amazing and fascinating. Uh-huh. You take in food. All right. That right. food has vitamins and minerals. Your body needs. Your body processes it and then. Puts it out the other end, okay? Well, the food that you're taking in has other things on it besides just food. It has other bacteria mm-hmm. um, that have that have gone all the way from you know the, the 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 harvesting to your 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 plate, right? You're, you're I'm psyching me out. Yeah. Anyway, uh, from harvesting <laughs> from harvest to your plate, it, it picks up all sorts of things on the way, and and your body takes those things in and develops immunities to them. You right. know, that's why it's important to breastfeed children instead of from a bottle because, you know, the babies take certain immunities that the mother has already. She's already developed. Right. And now the baby has those immunities. Having seen it firsthand, I, breastfeeding is a magical thing. Truly, it, not yeah. in a sexual way. It is very – because – so our second – so the first uh, – so Lucas, right, the, the little boy who's now two, he – he took a bottle super easy, right? Mm-hmm. Now, it was breast milk. It was, you know, she pumped and all this stuff. But it was very easy for me to watch uh, him because, oh, I've got a bottle when, he's t- when it's time to eat. Yeah. Junior's hungry. And there he goes. He ate it. And now we're good. Mm-hmm. But uh, Junior S, okay, Junior Et, uh, refuses to take a bottle. She's six months old. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife is in the middle of a – this is a tech week, actually, for their show. They're doing a West Side Story. Um, and – yeah, she won't take a bottle at all. She just it just is not her cup of tea. Hmm. She has to have the booby. Hmm. And we tried uh so it's a little early. They say to wait till like 6 months, but like she was you know, my wife is thinking she's like, "Well, maybe we could try like just some baby foods and stuff, you know, cuz you're supposed to like mix formula with some baby foods and stuff." She's like, "Maybe we can try that just to, like so she'll eat yeah. something." So, you know, if I'm watching her for 6 hours, you know, she she's going to get grumpy. She wants to eat. Mm-hmm. And no nope, she, she just she's it was funny because we put the spoon in her mouth and instead of sort of because they kind of they take a second and then they kind of get in they're like oh there's food here yeah but she didn't she was just she literally worked her tongue like she was she would be working the nipple and yeah. she didn't and there was and she's like well this is not that just takes practice uh have you maybe tried different daughters shape, and asshole different shape point of nipples make Matt please. You know, I'm talking to amateurs here. Okay. We right. bought we bought ones off of Amazon. We got some from Walmart. We tried the ones that Lucas liked. There's there's no there's no winning mm. her over. She's just a prick. Yeah. There's just no. But 
that being said, I am the only one. Uh, so my daughter, whenever, if it's, if it's, I just got home from work at midnight or whatever it is, or I just woke up, whatever time of day, if I go and smile at my daughter, she smiles back at me. Six, five, six months old, she does that. And that's, and I'm the only one she does that to. Shouldn't like anybody it's so else. so heartwarming. Isn't Aww. that though? Yeah. yeah. Back to talking about poop. Yeah. I mean, um, I haven't yet had the chance to poison her mind with all my thoughts. Like, yeah, you know, well, you're not going to see a man until you're 20 kind yeah, of thing. You, you know. You'll get there, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, She's totally not either. Back, back to talking about poop. Okay. So, so. Right. My favorite subject. There's, there's, a study's been done. <laughs> okay. With, with farts. Um, okay. Smelling your f- own fart and the farts of other people yeah. transmit mi- microscopic amounts of their fecal matter into your system through your nose. Okay, it's it's almost like you're snorting their poop. <laughs> In a mic, cutting the line parts of Columbia per million. Okay, but still, your 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 body is is. Uh, Taking in those immunities from the bacteria and things in, in their you know, fecal matter. There have been studies done, med- proven medical cases yeah. of of trans endocrine or uh, endocrine transplants. Right? right. So they they take poop from person A, <laughs> who's healthy, perfectly healthy. Yeah. And they put it who's the, may maybe they've developed an immunity to whatever disease person B has, but they take it out of person A and they put it into person B. Just put it right into their butt. You <laughs> You're know? lying. You're lying. No, I'm not. This is now a they lie. They put it in there. This and, is now a the, lie. I was on board, but now this is a lie. No, 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 no. They just take they take the poop straight out from one person's butt, put the poop into another person's nope. butt, and the the person Matt person over here with his human B, centipede fetish. Fetish. The per- person B develops the immunities to the disease that they had had you not had an immunity to. You were factual up until this point. No, I'm. I'm. This is 100. percent No, you, you are now lying. Go, talk about how much you love your daughter, because I'm gonna look at this up. <laughs> uh, I love my daughter a lot. She's not gonna. She's not gonna be allowed to uh, have a man look, over with the door closed. I put in. Look, that's for sure. <laughs> that's only because you've searched I for it put before. In, no, I that's put in it. poop. <laughs> I put in poop tra, and it, first thing, poop transplant, poop trap. That's not poop a thing. training three year old. That's poop not, tracker. That's poop, not a thing. Poop train. Poop transplant. We're gonna look here. It's not a thing, Matt. You are lying to me Fecal and our listeners. Fecal transplantation or bacterial therapy does is the not transfer exist. of stool from a healthy donor into the gastrointestinal tract <laughs> for the purpose of treating recurrent C uh, difficult colitis. D- donor, all professional. Bacterial therapy. Fecal transplant at home DIY instructions. That's not the power of yeah, poop for idiots like you that believe that thing. I just found the power of poop dot com. We're going there. We're going there. <laughs> and now you said it on the air. So fecal transplant at home DIY instructions are going to look up the power of poop dot com. This episode brought to you by the power of poop, ladies and gentlemen. Poop. It's what's for dinner. <laughs> oh man, they have a shopping list, books and resources. Shopping list. What to make better poop or what? I don't okay. Now we're going to look up a, a link from John Hopkins. Okay. Okay. Fecal transplantation, uh, transplantation, bacterial therapy. It's not a thing, Matt. Uh, it is performed uh, uh, as a treatment for uh, various forms of colitis, um, complications of antibiotic therapy. Um, yeah. Um, for people with chronic diarrhea, 
Uh-huh. Yeah. In 2013, fecal transplantation is currently not routinely performed for indications other than recurrent C. difficult colitis. But it is still a medical practice that is used to no, treat it's a not specific a thing, man. disease. You say it's a thing, but it's not. Poop transplant. <laughs> Doesn't exist. The, 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 the gastrointestinal system. Trash Island. The gastrointestinal system <laughs> is a beautiful thing. Well, Trash Island was real. And so is poop transplants. Oh, goodness. Why must you be... Why are you the way that you are? I don't know. I didn't know I was going to bring anything good to the table today, but there I did. <laughs> Where? Uh, poop. Here, hold on. Let me let me show you. <laughs> no, thank you. Please stop. We really don't need... Okay, uh, all right. Your... Poop, poop humor. I'm sorry. I watched the Kevin Smith movie last night, so that's it. Poop humor is in my brain now. Is there a lot of poop humor in Tusk? No, not really. Okay, so sidebar. I got here, and the only show that you and I are watching right now, safe to say, I think, right? Are you watching? No, there's a couple other that I'm watching. Well, you're still circle jerking for Stranger Things. No, I I mean, I finished that. I've been watching this new sci-fi. I've I've been on a sci-fi kick. Unfortunately, like two or three different sci-fis. I I was rewatching Firefly. Couple episodes. Watched uh, Dark Matter. Why are you the way that you are? That I just got into. Honestly, every time I try to do something fun or exciting, you make it not that way. I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. <laughs> anyway, beautiful moment. Um. Okay, so I walked in, and uh, anyways, I said, let's say, so we are watching um, the uh, uh, Mr. Robot yes. in USA, mm-hmm. uh, second season now, we're in, sixth episode, seventh episode, somewhere in there? Six, this tonight, I think it's six, episode six. I thought tonight was seven, I thought I downloaded six last week. I don't know, maybe. Maybe, six or seven, maybe. whatever it is. Um, great show, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really uh introspective sort of look at at uh, the way we all live i think um uh, which is you know something that you and i like it's uh it's it is a it is sort of the trope of down with the system um sort of in that equilibrium kind of but at the same time it's mindset, a, it's a, it's, a, it's about that everyone everywhere no matter where you are and who you are is trapped in within that system yeah yeah and if you think about it even like extrapolating to real world terms think about like you know uh john rothschild right mm-hmm. baron de rothschild i mean Let's say he controls, he's at the very tip top, mm-hmm. like that one guy. Mm-hmm. He still isn't trapped in it. It's not like he can walk away from it. Right. Like he's trapped there doing, controlling, pulling the strings. Yeah. You know, and no, no matter who that is at the top of the pyramid, right? They're still there, trapped there, mm-hmm. pulling strings because they can't walk away. Yeah. How can you? You can't. Yeah. No, I agree. And uh, so everyone is trapped. Anyways, I walked in. Because uh, last week's episode, which I watched, I think a couple of days after it came out, or maybe yeah. even a day after it came out, yeah. Um, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, let's talk about Mr. Robot. What'd you think? And Matt's response, just to let you folks know, I know we've talked about Matt's substance abuse uh, here on the program before. Now, uh, come on, perhaps now. we're due for I've an been update. Doing a lot better with the alcohol. Have you? Because yeah. it doesn't seem that way. Well, okay, <laughs> Mr. Robot is on Wednesday nights. Right. 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 Wednesday night. Wednesday nine, is my right? day off. Okay, that's not <laughs> usually on my days off. I play. I, I, I'll I'll have a toke or two in the morning. Play some video. 
and then have some beers. Let the ones and zeros bounce around. Right. And watch TV. So the last two times I've had beers, and Mr. Robot comes on at 9 o'clock, all right? Well, I want to stop drinking at about 10 o'clock. Because you work at the, the next day? At the very because I work the next day. So I want to make sure I have a solid, you know, 10 hours to, re- to, to get a full eight hours. I'm not hungover, not going into work, having come off my days off, all haggard. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I'm usually on beer number six, seven, eight. Or, or higher. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's where that is. So, past, so, past two episodes right past two episodes of Mr. Robot, I don't really remember that well. Why don't you hold off on that for a while? All right, well, why don't you get it then? We really don't want to do that. Well, is this supposed to be admissible? Hmm? You want to... Pick my brain, you work a room, you buy a man a cheeseburger and a Coke, don't you? I'll take a sixer to old Milwaukee or Lone Star, nothing snooty. Why is this so important to you all of a sudden? Because it's Thursday and it's past noon. Thursday is one of my days off. On my off days, I start drinking at noon. You don't get to interrupt that. Appreciate a little hustle up on that. <laughs> uh, yesterday, I, <coughs> I do like the way he ends it. I appreciate a little hustle up on that. <laughs> right. Um. No. Okay. So, so the past two episodes yeah. of Mister Robot. Yeah. I I don't remember too well. <laughs> so my plan for today was to not drink. It's caffeine day. You know, you came in. I had a a full That's pot right. of coffee. And going. then I brought. What is it? Red line? Yeah. Shots that yeah. we were going to mix with our drinks. The so just shots, right? overdosing on caffeine instead of overdosing on alcohol for today. <laughs> and then after we did the podcast, I was going to watch. I was going to watch the last two episodes of Mister Robot leading in to tonight's episode. Of I would Mr. love. Robot. I would love. Seriously, I'll, we'll make a bit of this. Well, I'll put it on YouTube. This will be fantastic. Mm-hmm. I want you to go. We'll have to figure out the insurance. Perhaps we can kickstart it or something. Yeah. But I want you to go to an actual doctor. Like just a general practitioner, and explain mm. in the words that you just use now. Uh-huh. Explain <laughs> your your substance usage like that. Well, no, 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 no. Today is the day with caffeine. <laughs> Tomorrow's alcohol day. Yeah. I'll only have three cigarettes, and then like I want I I, I crave that. Matt. Yeah. <laughs> no, caffeine days and alcohol days are those are usually one or two days a week. Those are high cigarette days. You yeah, know? I'll go through a half a pack while I'm drinking. Uh, weed days are low cigarette days. I, you know, <laughs> just smoking weed, two cigarettes is fine. Yeah, I, I, I want to see the look on an actual doctor's face. Yeah, uh-huh. for you to explain that. We, <laughs> I know you get. I, I love the way you get a kick out of my mental gymnastics of my substance abuse. <laughs> it's not mental gymnastics, Matt. It's called addiction. That's it's what addicts do. Justification. Yes. Is it? Okay. That's exactly All what right. it is. Well, you're you're making yourself seem all right to you to yourself. When the world sees you slipping and falling into a pit of darkness and despair. That's what this is. I'm fine with it. Well, as long as you're okay with it. Yeah. Please don't die young. You need to write your TV show first so I can be a millionaire. Mm. Or at least a thousandaire. 
Yeah, a thousand years more like it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Get thirty grand for Amazon to buy it. And then no, it. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I die young. Maybe not. Who knows? People here. <laughs> it's not going to be from health issues. It's going to be from tr- a tragic accident. Speaking of TV shows, I, I committed suicide in the back of head twice. Right. You were suicided. Yeah. Um. See if I can pull it up here. <laughs> Now I'm guessing. By the way, I'm very anti-suicide. I would never kill myself. So if I do commit suicide, you know, you know. If it's I had not to real. guess, this is um, this was a weed day, right? If if if, if I was if I was being honest. Oh, you going back through Telegram? Addison. Yes. No. This was for YouTube yeah. show. All right, conspiracy kids show for adults. We do a kids show for adults. That's about conspiracy. Okay. All right, we have uh, we have the main the main host who's just like he's effervescent and is is just just, just he's oh man that's awesome the Rockefellers control everything in the world and they're looking out for us awesome okay like he's really enthusiastic all right um, I still think you have tinfoil Terry tinfoil Terry okay he is the guy who kind of is like super autistic and shy but he explains things for the audience about different conspiracies conspiracies every show we cover a different conspiracy all right. And then you have uh, um, like a chain smoking hobo clown, okay? And he's like the, the grouchy character, okay? Um, haven't figured out a name for him, but I was thinking about this at work all day, which is why I'm calling you right now, because I'm thinking about it. Anyway, I just got stoned and I'm, I'm thinking about it again. Um, we have uh, like puppets on the show, okay? Like uh, the, uh, the It's All. Here's, here's a good name The It's All Right Thalidomite. Um, which is just a puppet that has only shoulders and hands, and that's it. Uh, look up thalidomide, you'll get the joke. Anyway, uh, yeah, a, con- a conspiracy show, okay? It's a kid's show for adults about conspiracy. Um, anyway, this might just be a high thought, but I was thinking about it today at work, and it just kind of tickled my fancy. So, I don't know. Think about it. Might be interesting. I might be sending you ideas later as I think about them. Ladies and gentlemen, these are the things that I have to wade through life with. Okay, that's a good idea. <laughs> don't you? Don't you say that's not a good idea? Like a YouTube show. Think think about how cheap kid shows are to do. Okay, but it's it's and you, you do you make it about conspiracies. Each each show each episode is about a different conspiracy. Mm-hmm. It sounds like the bastard child of but like, it's like a raunchy kid show. Like kid getting show getting dug with and, high and and crank anchors. Kind of, yeah, something. kind of, kind of. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this this is my life, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I think it's a I'm, great idea. I'm working hard. I'm over here providing for my family. Uh-huh. Have busy days, day in and day out. I'm a hustler. Yeah. And and then a notification comes through on my phone that I have a new voice message from Matt, and those are the things that I listen to. Yeah, it's like a minute and a half of me. Yeah. And I, I just started bowl number two in like a 30-minute span. So I was good and toasted. Yeah. Uh, it, it, just, it, was, I don't know, it was like 5 or 6 in the evening. I just got enough work, got in the shower, cleaned hey, up and everything. Hey, what's up, Lucas? It's John. <laughs> yeah, that was you talking to, to my son. Um, I, I might have been I might have been drunk there. You don't say. I think that was apparent. So that was alcohol day, I'm guessing. I don't know. Are there any... Let me ask you this real quick, and then we'll get on to some more serious subject matter. Yeah. Are there... Are there substance free days? Yeah. Usually when I'm out of weed. But yes, there are. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, like I said, I, I, I perhaps we can kickstart, like, I don't know, the copay or something, because I want to see. 
I want to see her. Like, I just want, like, I want you to set up the The doctors would just put me on different drugs. That's all. I would just get prescription drugs at that point. No, I want, I, want, I literally, I want you to uh, be, like, just set up it, the, under the guise of a checkup. Like, you uh-huh. just want to poke around the engine, make sure everything's doing all right. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then you show up, and then when they get to that sort of, oh, any smoking? Any drinking? You know, I want you to, I want you to go through that. I'm thinking in my mind of, real of the uh, real doctor, the Ricky Gervais. Uh, uh, oh, Louis C.K. from Louis, Louis when he's from, the cameo uh, as the doctor. Yeah, yeah, that is the most pathetic penis I've ever seen. Nurse, get in here. Have you ever seen a p- penis this pathetic? Because that's how it would go. Like me, it, it would it would totally be like that. The doctor would just be like, "Oh, this is the worst I've ever seen." <laughs> no. Well, then you can call for an appointment. The results from that test don't come in until tomorrow. No, I have. No- I think there's a well, because there's this interesting scene where he makes the joke about. We have known the results before they get here. Yes. Uh, I'm here to see um, Ben, Dr. Mitchell. Okay. What time is your appointment and what is your name? Uh, my name's Louis C.K. and uh, he said to be here around 2. He said the doctor doesn't make appointments. Oh, well, see, I know him. We, well, I used to. We went to high school together and uh, I, I, I talked to him on the phone. He said that I could come by. He didn't put your name in the book and he didn't tell me, so you don't have an appointment. Can you check with him? He's with a patient. Okay, well, I'll just wait. And, uh, Sir, you don't have an appointment. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that, but uh, can you just let me wait till he comes out well, and clear? You can't just sit in here if you don't have an appointment. Do people like come here and steal medical treatment? Do they steal it from you? Is that what happens? Because why can't you just let me so wait? Just keep up that regime, and you will start feeling better very soon. Thanks, doctor. No problem. Hey, Ben, how you doing? You told me to come by. Remember. Do I know you? Ah, that's true. It's fine, Priscilla. Louis C.K. Hey, listen, I didn't mean to jump ahead of that woman if she was waiting. Don't worry, she's um, she's dying. Yeah, no hope. Really sad. Cancer from her vagina up to her eyeballs. So um, I'm just squeezing her for a bit of extra insurance money till her liver falls out of her ass. <laughs> Man, that's not funny. <laughs> oh, God, how are you? Come on. Feel like shit? Feel like shit? Are you sure you feel like shit and not diarrhea? Because you, you look like diarrhea. It looks like someone poured diarrhea into a face-shaped mold. <laughs> Could you stop? Because I really am. I'm worried. I don't know what's up with me. Look up. Okay. <laughs> King takes a look at his eyes. What? AIDS. <laughs> I believe you're a doctor. <laughs> Strip down to your underpants. Let's take a look at you. Let's take a look at you. <laughs> Jesus. That is... You don't need a doctor. You need a time machine. <laughs> Did no one tell you that tits are meant to be on women, not men? Come what on. is that? Come on, man. <laughs> this is a nightmare. <laughs> oh, dear. OK. Take a deep breath and hold it. So how do you feel, really? 
Apart from the tumour I can hear in your lungs. <laughs> <laughs> You're an asshole. Strip all the way down. Oh, God, Louis. <laughs> How can... That is really bad. That's the worst penis I've ever seen in my life. That is disgusting. It's... Oh, my God. That, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me, seeing that. And my dad hung himself in front of me whilst masturbating. But if I could take one of those things back, it would be seeing that awful... <laughs> Cock. It looks like you've been getting a dog to suck it off, but it chewed it like it thought it was a horrible old blood and cum filled shoe. Nurse, can you come in here a minute? I'm serious. That is the worst penis probably in the world. Nurse, honestly, is that not the ugliest penis you've ever seen in your life? Yes, doctor, it's very ugly. Very ugly. Very ugly. She's a nurse. So... Stop <laughs> it. Come on, man. It, the worries me is, if that's your penis and testicles, what's your anus going to be like? <laughs> well, we're not going to find that out. <laughs> mm. I sort of feel like... <clears throat> I sort of feel like we probably shouldn't have got this set up to where we can play, because <laughs> pretty soon it's just <laughs> going to be the Matt and Addison video hour. Like playing clips? Yeah. yeah. Would you be like, you remember that one that bit from the thing? Uh-huh. And then we'll just be like, oh, yeah, then we'll look it up. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, I could probably do that, but I'm not going to. But I watched, uh, rewatched for the, I don't know, umpteenth millionth time, mm-hmm. um, Live at the Purple Onion. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. It's just the, be- it's the best comedy special that has ever been done or ever mm. will be done. My, f- my favorite is uh, Dave Chappelle killing him softly. Yes. But- yes. You've, you've had that opinion. It's wrong, but you do have it. It's, it's the, the right opinion for me. You well, know? it's wrong. It, um, comedy, is, com- com- comedy is an art, therefore it is a matter of perspective hmm. and not a solid state, not a law of the universe, you know. I was at Arby's the other day. Like the fact that gay people are degenerates. I was Th- thinking to myself, you know, well, oh shit, I should take someone's order. <laughs> I once put an Altoid in my, Altoid in my asshole and, uh, oh, that's it. <laughs> When you look like me, it's hard to get a table for one at Chuck E. Cheese. I uh, went to my stylist before the show tonight, uh, and she said, uh, Zach, uh, what kind of looker do you want or are you going for? And I said, just give me the Amber Alert. (laughs) He broke God's law. He broke Seth's law. Man's law. Murphy's Law, Law and Order. <laughs> I'm the youth minister in charge of chili cook-offs. <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest hour, man. It really is. It really is. You remember that night when my wife was out of town? You you were at my place, uh-huh. and we—I don't remember. Did we have any drugs? I don't think we I don't had think any so. drugs. I think we just—I don't think we were drinking either. I think we were sober as a judge, and we we just we watched. Well, we watched Live at the Purple Onion. Mm-hmm. We watched a Gervais special. Mm-hmm. We watched, I think, Killing Them yep, Softly. Yep, yep. And then, like, one other one. We watched, like, back to back to back, like, four or five comedy specials. What was number four? I don't know. I know we watched those three. There was something else that we tried to watch. I think we watched some Maria Bamford stuff. Oh, yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. I'm, well, um, she's good for, for, like, she has her 
Oh no, we I think audience. we watched Comedians of Comedy, which is all that tour uh, yeah, with yeah. um what is it? Brian Posehn, mm-hmm. Zach Galifianakis, Patton Oswalt. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, Patton Oswalt. The only thing I don't like about his hours or his specials is they're they're just they're so political. Yeah, but I, I mean he, that's that. his, that's his that's his audience. His, his yeah. you know they well Gervais is too. Gervais the, is the super left, the atheism thing. The left um, Gervais I think has has more of the more of the forty to fifty year old intellectuals quote unquote yeah uh, those left leaning you know atheist types the same type yeah. who you know have Christopher Hitchens on their bookshelf mm-hmm. um, but but uh, you know Patton Oswalt is more the college age liberal yeah. that he appeals to. I don't know, man. I will constantly always go back to Live at the Purple Onion. It uh, is the best one. And if you haven't seen it, dear good, user, uh, it is on Netflix. Yeah. It, it's 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 uh, well worth a watch. It's very yeah. funny. It is very funny. Very, very funny people being very funny for about an hour and a half. Yep. Yep. Uh, Unlike this show, it's it's two people old, being being moderately funny for about 55 minutes. Ah, <laughs> uh, the old dressing Joe up like a lady trick. <laughs> I, th- I It's nice. I... Th- well, don't no, keep it on. And I think it's going to breathe well <laughs> when they go into the Goodwill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to talk some serious stuff? Yes. Talk yes. to Brass Taxi? Desperately. Please. So, um, what's going on in Milwaukee, Matt? What uh, what happened up there? All I, all I saw were a bunch of tweets, you know, which is how I get my news. Um, mm-hmm. But what uh, what's going on up in Milwaukee? Uh, I don't know. I... <laughs> No, I didn't ask for your explanation. I asked for a cursory summation oh. of the facts. Um, not there's no explanation. I think, I think that black people are angry. Yeah. And <laughs> what gives you that idea? They they don't know what to do with that anger. They yeah. think they do, but they don't. Yeah. And that sums up uh, Milwaukee. Uh, we'll just wait until the next powder keg kind of goes off, and it'll fizzle out. Yeah. And it, it I mean. <clears throat> Look, what, what what's going to happen with rioting? What's going to happen with rioting? Nothing. Nothing. Ever. They're going to tear apart their own neighborhoods. No. Okay. Um because the it's not an us versus them fight. It's 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 and it's everybody versus one very small group fight and that's, mm-hmm. you know, the oppression oppression of our government and it's unjust laws. Mm-hmm. The unjust laws that uh um but but at this point it's too late, right? You had you know thirty forty years of uh, a a negative, bad, terrible culture that's been forced down people's throats and made to seem heroic across the and board good too. Across the board, I didn't I didn't yeah. say anything about race. It's across the board. We we've been fed in this country and in the West all over the all over the place a a trash media centric culture, entertainment centric culture. Mm-hmm. And it's and it goes back to what I was talking about <laughs> earlier on the couch when I was asking you if I was materialistic. Like uh-huh. I wonder, I wonder, I'm, I'm getting to that point in life where I'm wondering like how much of a victim or how much it's really affecting me. Like I, I asked a friend of mine when I was making, I was actually making some points about Gary Johnson. We were talking about some things. And I was like, I was like, in all honesty, like, are you? Do you think that I'm a victim of like liberal media? Like, like, what do you, what do you think? Like, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm being told crazy. I'm crazy by like almost everybody. Yeah. You know now, um, except for the folks in my echo chamber who are like Johnson, he's gonna, he's gonna definitely win electoral votes and all this stuff, and they're talking about the states he could possibly win because the yeah. representatives that have nominated him and all or endorsed and stuff and i don't know man like it's 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 scary and 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 how do you truly unplug you know like well, isn't that know. isn't that isn't that indicative though L- not this show no, by no, the way no, unplug everything me. else but now follow me here uh you you said you have everybody thinks you're you're crazy except for your very small group mm-hmm. of people the echo who, chamber the echo chamber yeah. uh, r gary johnson 
Mm-hmm. Okay. I was subscribed for about three days. Well, then... no, no, on Facebook, I added a ton of Gary Johnson okay. folks. Well, at least on Reddit, because I, I don't do Facebook. I'm, I'm there, but I'm, I, I don't do any sort of communication with it. Um, so, so on Reddit, yeah. I subscribed to the Gary Johnson subreddit mm-hmm. and unsubscribed about three days later. Because the circle jerking is out, was out of control, mm-hmm. just like it is everywhere. Just like it is with, uh, Arthur you know, Donald, or the Donald Hillary, or our news yeah. for Hillary, right? or our politics. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the circle jerking is everywhere, and you, you're you're paying attention to your narrow band yeah. of of disinfo. So there's this there's this Chomsky vote or Chomsky quote that's been circling the internet. Uh, I've seen it. Um, Past couple weeks, but basically he's he's sa- he's saying that, that the powers that be want to foster an excre- extremely narrow discourse. You can talk about these things within yeah. of the broad spectrum of ideas you can have and things you can talk about. You can talk about this very narrow band, right. and within that band, you foster as much dissension. Well, as as much um, uh, conversation as possible. Right. Right. As much controversy as possible to make everybody focus on this narrow band instead of seeing everything else that's around them. And I think that we've we've now been plugged into not because the band, the whole band is there and we're all going to we're going to see everything on the spectrum. Right. Right. But as long as you can keep everybody from looking at the entire spectrum and keep group A looking at this part, group B looking at this part, group C looking at this part, then you can control the narrative within those bands. And so when we have people on Facebook that just pay attention to the Republican friends, and if you go in there and you say something dissenting, it's, you know, everybody's against you, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if you go over, you know, but that's the way it is across the board. So everybody just sticks within their narrow margin of belief, right? Yeah. Like I have to, I have to keep myself away from things like, and even my my Twitter or my not my Twitter but my my Reddit feed is an echo chamber mm-hmm. of things I'm interested in and really doesn't challenge me at all with yeah. any new ideas. Yeah, because I've uh, I know that you know our news is nothing but a Hillary circle jerk. I know our the Donald is nothing but a Hillary circle jerk. Donald Politics, circle jerk. all these other all, the, all these other places. Uh, but even our conspiracy is this narrow band, right? Mm-hmm. Of the unbelievers, the dissenters, the weirdos, the the people who. You know, thinks think aliens did nine eleven. It's a narrow band, right? And it's the closest I can find to something that's you know real and 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 giving some good narrative. Mm-hmm. But it's still a narrow band that I'm stuck inside of. And so everybody has these these ideologies that they only pay attention to one the things that that agree with them. And that's a long way of saying everyone in this world is sick with confirmation bias, but it's true. Yeah. We're all sick with confirmation bias. And so when you How do you get out? When you have large groups of the population who are angry, justifiably so, in the past 30 years we've had a prison industrial complex that has been created uh thanks to the war on drugs and a disproportionately large portion of the population has been um, subjugated by by that prison industrial industrial complex. However, that same portion of the population has been fed and willing to eat a garbage culture of rap music Mm -hmm. and the gangster lifestyle and have bought into it lock, stock, and barrel. And now that has led to their inability to think critically and to understand what's really going on. Yeah. And so, <laughs> I don't know, they, they're they're angry and they have every right to be, but they do not understand how to be angry in the right way. Yeah. 
I, I, you know what? If if you're really angry about the government oppressing and shooting black people, guess what? Instead of selling drugs, go get a job. Mm-hmm. Go get a fucking job. Yeah. Instead of selling drugs, it's not cool. It's not hip. It's not doing anything for your goddamn motherfucking piece of neighborhood. Yeah. You're just feeding more into the violence. And then we have yes, like yesterday, uh, the stuff on CNN where the sister of the victim who got shot, right? right. This criminal who got shot by another black officer. She's she she's they they put up this video of her telling people to stop rioting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, they cut the clip off because if you watch the whole clip, she says, "Stop rioting here. Go riot in the suburbs." And destroy what they have. So instead of rioting here, destroying our neighborhoods, right? Go right in the suburb and destroy their neighborhoods, right? Now, do the bus lines go up there, or <laughs> is it is it going to be an issue of transportation? Precisely, precisely. <laughs> well, I was making a joke, but no, I was actually. No, I was, I, there was a discussion on on um, uh, uncensored news about that very thing because they had the clip and everything, and they said, well, <laughs> one of the top comments was, "Good luck." Riding in the white suburbs. Number one, buses don't run all the way out to the suburbs. Right. For a reason. And that's the reason. Number two, uh, uh, once you get to the suburbs, like how are you going to get around? What are you going to riot? You're going to attack people's individual homes? Okay. <laughs> right. In Wisconsin, right. you're going to get shot. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. there's an average of two guns per home in that area. <laughs> so anywhere from Colorado to Illinois... Okay. Yeah. And then down south. Yeah. And right? this Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to write in the suburbs, you have an average of one gun per home. Yeah. Oh, and th- those are the legal weapons, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those are like actual stats. <laughs> Not talking hood weapons here. So I, one of the, one of the top comments in that thread, and it was gilded, was um, <laughs> was blacks rioting in the suburbs. Uh, so something about like the the hard decision you have to make if there's a riot in the suburbs. And somebody said, the hardest decision you have to make when you're riding in the suburbs is, do you use the $200 uh, 9mm that you've, sh- you've shot 4,000 rounds out of, or your your safe, mint-conditioned AR-15? Right. We, the, the, the hardest decision you're going to face right. if black people start to ride in white suburbs is, what gun are you going to use? <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyways, all jokes aside, though, that I did know the cursory facts of it that the officer was black, and that's... I don't know, man. That that to me now it doesn't er- and I don't know the, all the details, and that doesn't erase maybe necessarily some well, wrongdoing had, or what have the, you. But the, but the dude was black. Like like how can this be a white on black thing if the dude was black? Well, if you look if you look already like, at, at, I the, can't, at the narrative that's been put forward, it, it's it's this is that he's black, yes, but he is a part of the white man system. Therefore, he is ju- he's he's an Uncle Tom. But the white man system, well, okay, but that that's that's the argument, which yeah. is, it, it's it's a flawed argument because you say, well, not all black men are thugs, but you're saying that all black cops are Uncle Toms. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can't have it both ways. Yeah. I saw somebody on Facebook posting. Uh, 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 they shared a video of some lady who was talking about income inequality and all this stuff, and, mm-hmm. and talking about fifteen dollars an hour. And she's like, "I've worked at McDonald's for eight years and never gotten a raise." Yeah. And I was like. And they were commenting on, you know, just the fact of like working at McDonald's. And that has long been my thought about that, too, is like the, like the income inequality is not the problem is that you worked at McDonald's for eight years, mm-hmm. not that you didn't get a raise. Yeah. OK, like you, then you should go somewhere else where there is a chance for a raise or a promotion or somewhere different. Like and, and, and it's not 
I, I don't hate folks that work at McDonald's. I don't hate folks that work at Arby's. I don't hate folks that work at the Quick Trip up the road, you yeah. know, the gas station. Uh, the point is, those are entry-level jobs, and, and if you're going to succeed at them, you're going to have to be something better than all the rest of the entry-level, mm-hmm. or it is a job that you have while you're in college, while you're in whatever, you know, in entry-level, this is my first position in the workplace. Yeah. You know? Um, well, also, here's, here, here's, that, a, but, here's the thing, but when you, when you have those entry-level minimum wage jobs... If you just work for them at a minimum right. wage job, right. you're not going anywhere. You have to work for yourself on your own time too. Yeah, to make your own to make yourself more valuable, and and that's something that you know I I work work on too. You know, right. is that I don't do enough in my downtime to make yourself make better myself better. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but 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 so here's the thing. As far as I see it, is that Number, okay, so number one, the guy in Milwaukee, uh, the victim who got shot, mm-hmm. okay, and by, killed by right? police, and killed by police. Yeah, um, he had a warrant out for an armed robbery, and he was in possession of a weapon that they said has, had been used in a shooting. And so not his weapon, armed and dangerous, I believe, is as they say. Yes, yeah. Uh, the guy and the guy ran from the cops. He didn't drop the weapon, and he ran with the weapon, ran away. Well, so it's not looking uh, good. There's, you, I wanted, you, I wanted you, to champion Black Lives Matter here. You can't but, justify anything whatever, that he did. But, yeah, you really can't. And so we're That's at a we're at a point now where no matter how heinous the criminal, if it was, if he was a pedophile who mm-hmm. was a serial killer, mm-hmm. and the cops shot him, and he was black, black people would still riot over it, that, that situation. That doesn't make sense. Black people aren't smart enough to be serial killers, man. Okay, sorry. Uh, Couldn't resist it. Um, no, but you're right. Yeah, it, it would be like, oh, the cop shot the black guy. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It doesn't no... matter how heinous, whether that that sh- that shooting was justified. Right. If he's black, it's unjustified. Yeah. And now we're that's where we are in the narrative. Yeah. That's where we are in the, in the national and that's conversation. Incorrect, by the way, and that's where we where we are with this group of people in our country. That their entire mindset is not not all of them, but the the vocal majority of them mm-hmm. are. Uh, that's their mindset. It doesn't matter. How bad of a criminal he was! If the cops shot him, and he was blind, it's wrong. Yeah. Um. Well, he ran. He was running away with a weapon. Um. He was, you know, they're in pursuit of a criminal mm. with a weapon. Yeah. And he's running towards other people who don't have weapons. I mean, you know, you got to do something there. Yeah. Uh. It's it maybe maybe. You know, non non lethal rounds or something. We needed to think about. Um, going for your gun Maybe, first but thing even is at that not point, like what? What are you going to do? Like, yeah, you had a weapon. There's other folks' lives in danger here. Yeah, period. Like that's it. That's just all there is to so it. So here's my idea. Um, black people, you obviously don't know how to channel your rage properly. <laughs> Let me lead well, you. Okay. A shaman for black culture, ladies. And well, gentlemen. here's the thing. Obviously, obviously, uh. Black people, you have a ton of passion, and I appreciate that. Uh, who doesn't appreciate that uh, more than us? You, you, you have the passion and the numbers to to really start a civil war and an insurrection against the United States government. Mm-hmm. But what you need are some white people to do the thinking for you. Sorry, <laughs> uh, you're great at running away. You're great at jumping and putting balls through hoops, and it, admirable qualities. <laughs> uh, black people are vastly superior when it comes to athletics, right? And they're cooking. Yes, the very great, uh, soul food. very good mm. food. Uh, it's mostly because a lot of sugar and salt and fat. Uh, 
Yep. But still. But I mean, let's be honest. Those amazing. are the three things that make yeah. foods good: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> sugars fat, and salt, salt, sugar, cream. Yep. Yep. Uh, all the terrible <laughs> things for you, but my God, some uh, give me sun, give me macaroni and cheese every day. The, the Sunday afternoon. Uh, macaroni cheese That's right. cooked by an African American. Yeah, and uh, some cracker crumbs on top. Mm. I could go for some mac and cheese right now, man. Anyhow, some some black macaroni and cheese. Okay, but blackaroni and cheese, if you will. Whoa, boing. Hey. <laughs> uh, so here's, solving the big problems here on giving us some thought today. But if you look at <laughs> blackaroni and cheese, that's that's good. If you if you look at yes, demographics yeah. of IQ yeah. across the world. Matt, Asians, I don't like where this is headed. It's true. True. Asians are much, 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 much higher in IQ. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, because they invented the, I don't know, smartphone or something. They have like the that. highest average IQ in the world. <laughs> it's over 100. The The lowest is, is Africa. Okay. These this, this are true facts about the world we live in, okay? Are, are they offensive? Yes. Does it, does it not mean you can't have Dr. Ben Carson's? Who have who have exceptionally high IQ and can be a neurosurgeon? Sure, Eli Whitney, uh, amazing inventor of of the 18th century, yeah. right? You have you have so many standout people, just like you have so many stupid, dumb white people, just like you have retarded Asians. Yeah. Okay, never met one, yeah, but I'm told they're out there. It's it's not, <laughs> it's not I, actually not. You think of have you ever met somebody an Asian person with Down yeah, syndrome? Who, well, not Down syndrome, but... I, I thought you just meant retarded as in, like, you see somebody acting a certain way in public and you're like, come on, dude, get with it. Oh, you know. I've, I've never even seen an Asian person do that. Think uh, about it. I have. I've, I've seen some dumb Asian people do dumb things. Have you? Yeah. I can't think of one. Yeah. Maybe it'd be rude because of a cultural thing. Like, sometimes I see them doing something and I'm like, okay, that's normal where you're from, but get with it. Dano and <laughs> I was an Asian doing a dumb thing. Filipino is an Asian, though. Yes, it is. It's Southeast Asian. Okay, well. it's Oceanic Asian. Well. Uh but so 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 here's the thing, black people. You need a smart, intelligent, competent, hardworking person to lead you. I am not that person, but perhaps maybe say Thomas Jefferson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, maybe you could do some sort of indentured servitude where you all work for the white man and him for his leadership. No, man, we're not going you, like, down this welfare. Road. This is ridiculous. Welfare slavery. No. We're very offensive. We're very offensive on give that some thought, but that's because critical thinking and look and looking at facts without factoring an emotion is is hard and it is offensive. Yeah, looking at things without factoring in your emotion, your echo chamber, and what you honestly want to believe rather than what how you want the world. I want everybody to be equal in all things. I want right. to believe that the world is one big happy family. Billionaires with but, huge dicks. But yeah. But guess what? Yeah. Uh, there's a reason why. But the, actually, this whole train of thought started uh, because um, East African versus West African runners. Uh, East African runners always dominate the short distance runs. Mm-hmm. West African runners always dominate the long distance runs. It's because black people are better athletes, and certain types of black people are better other athletics than other athletics. Right? Okay, so it's it's just different races are better at different things than than. Than other races, yeah. black people are better at sports. Asian people are better at math. White people are better at global domination. You know, uh, Muslim <laughs> people are are better at being a pain in everybody else's ass. Yeah, it's it's just how it is. Yeah. <laughs> dun 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 dun. Oh. Why? I don't know. 
I wish we could sort of dial it back on the global nomination thing, though. <coughs> it's not something I necessarily. Yeah, I know. It, it's, it's, Anyways, making, it's making us look like a bunch of big dicks. Have you? <laughs> which we definitely don't have either. Right. Have you heard? Uh, have you seen this Trump on Trump video that's going around? Uh, maybe I don't know. Where he he denounces himself. We won't listen to the whole thing. It's like six minutes long. But uh, I think I might have. I'm the only one on the stage that said we should not go into Iraq. Are you for invading Iraq? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, you know, I wish it was. I, I wish the first time it was done correctly. On abortion. I'm very pro-life. I'm very pro-choice. Do you believe in punishment for abortion? Yes or no? Is a principle. There has to be some form of punishment. I am pro-choice in every respect. On Hillary Clinton. She has no natural talent to be president. She's very talented, and she has a husband that I also like very much. Hillary Clinton was the worst Secretary of State in the history of the United States. Hillary Clinton, how did she do as Secretary of State? Probably above and beyond everybody else. Let's say Hillary is president. I, uh. Hillary Clinton, I think, is a terrific woman. I think she really works hard, and I think she does a good job, and I like her. On cursing. This is the I will build the wall and Mexico is going to pay for it and they'll be happy to pay for it. I'm not going to pay for that fucking wall. This guy used a filthy, disgusting word on television and he should be ashamed of himself and he should apologize, okay? Listen, you motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm going to bomb the shit out of them. We'll beat the shit out of them. Political bullshit. You're not going to raise that fucking price, you understand? On healthcare. Donald, true or false, you've said the government should pay for everyone's healthcare. That's false. You've never That's said false. that. Everybody's got to be covered. Universal healthcare. I am going to take care of everybody. But who pays for it? The government's going to pay for it, but we're going to save so much money on the other side. On Libya. He said I was in favor of Libya. I was, I never discussed that subject. I was in favor of Libya. We would be so much better off if Gaddafi were in charge right now. Gaddafi Amen. in Libya is killing thousands of people. We should go in, we should stop this guy, which would be very easy and very quick. Stop him from doing it and save these lives. On illegal immigrants? They're here illegally. You take them, they have to go back. We have to show some compassion. You're we right, just right. can't throw everybody out. They have so to you're going to split up illegal. families. Chuck. You're going to deport children. Chuck. No, no, we're going to keep the families together. We have to keep the families together. But you're going to keep but them together. But they have to go. How do you throw somebody out that's lived in this country for 20 years? On nuclear weapons? North Korea has nukes. Japan has a problem with that. I mean, they have a big problem with it. Maybe they would, in fact, be better off if they defend themselves from North Korea. Maybe with we nukes. would be better off, including with nukes. Yes, including with nukes. And they said, I want Japan to nuke. I want Japan to get nuclear weapons. Give me a break. But if you say to Japan, yes, it's fine, you get nuclear weapons, South Korea, you as well, and Saudi Arabia says we can want I, them can too. Can I be honest with you? It's going to happen anyway. So it's only a question of time. Democrat or Republican? I'm a conservative we'll, person. We'll stop after the Republicans this are just too crazy right. I mean, just what's going on is just nuts. Bush says, Bush says, I do not believe he's a true conservative. <laughs> These people are stupid. Do you identify more as a Democrat or a Republican? In many cases, I probably identify more as a Democrat. The economy does better under the Democrats than the Republicans. I don't know anything about that. Trump Continu on Trump. It continues on from there, obviously. Yeah. Um, and to be fair to the meme lord, mm -hmm. this sort of thing happens every political cycle. Oh, sure, yeah. I remember when John Kerry was running. 
and it was uh, you know because he's changed his position and things like that. I had a friend. Um, we think, and we think it's a new phenomenon in this modern era simply because we have everything recorded. Everything's right. recorded, right? Right, all but the time. It's not. Politicians yeah. have flip flopped for thousands of years, and they will continue <laughs> to do so for thousands of years. Yeah, yeah. Because Bureau- bureaucrats will always follow the populist movement, no matter what. Because it's about politics and power. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Um. Anyways, uh, but one more interesting thing about our meme lord. Uh, more than 120 Republicans. Did you see this? More than 120 Republicans tell the RNC to cut off funds to Donald Trump. Man. Really? Yeah, they're writing a letter in saying that uh, he's destroyed the party. Uh, mm-hmm. The letter, which will be delivered to the RNC chairman, Renice Priebus, Tuesday, includes two sitting members of Congress and 27 former RNC staffers, among many others. Quote, Given the catastrophic impact that Donald Trump's losing presidential campaign will have on down-ballot Senate and House races, we urge you to immediately suspend all discretionary RNC support for Trump and focus the entirety of the RNC's available resources on preserving the GOP's congressional minorities. Majorities, excuse me. Quote, says the letter whose draft CBS reported on last week when there was already 70 signatures. It adds that Trump's chances of winning in November are, quote, evaporating by the day. Representatives Reed Ribble, Wisconsin, and Scott Reigel, our Virginia, have signed the the uh, letter. I believe one of them is Doris Johnson. I'm not positive, though. Scott Reigel rings a bell. I, I could be wrong. Both the lawmakers are retiring from Congress at the end of the year, and Reigel had endorsed Ted Cruz. Oh, and Reigel recently endorsed Libertarian Gary Johnson. Right on. The letter was signed by Republicans who have served in every GOP administration since President Ronald Reagan. Nine advisors on the last nine GOP presidential campaigns, as well as former congressional aides. Hmm. So that's a lot all the establishment guys for the Republican yeah, Party. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Huh. Weird. Yep. It's almost like it's almost like he's, you know, he's he's controlled opposition. It's almost like he's not intended to win or something. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah. Weird. I don't know. But then I had a friend of mine just jump down my throat. It's almost like, like they know he's not going to win, so why bother? <laughs> you know? Like they know it well. he, he it, it's not going to happen. Like it's like it's fixed or something. 55-foot statue of nude woman spurs debate on tech campus. I have to click on these things, Okay, Matt. All right. Yeah, this sure. is, this is yeah. what happens. It's probably an uh, advertisement for a hormone CBS cream. San Francisco, the brand-new San Leandro tech campus. Statue of a nude female form with a graceful dancer's body, her arms outstretched and reaching skyward, made its debut at Burning Man three years ago, of course. Leave it to the hippies. That w- Wait, wait, wait. That's what this article is about? It's about a statue at Burning Man of a naked woman? Well, they brought it to a campus, apparently. Oh. Oh, yeah, here's a video of that. Wow, she is giant. That's a... That is a giant. I was about to say, that's like the least controversial thing that's ever happened at Burning Man. (laughs) Let's be honest. Like, like, yeah. (laughs) The the whole point of Burning Man is to take as many drugs as your body could possibly withstand and then go f*** in the desert. That's what it's about. Oh, okay. For a second there, when you said as many drugs your body can possibly stand, I thought you were talking about like your life's goals or something. But you, yeah, you were no. talking about something entirely different. With, like at once, yeah, yeah. yeah like, okay. Like, you ever seen the movie The Doors? No. Okay. It's like I've seen Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Okay. Essentially right. that. It's yeah. essentially that. Yeah. Like the highest that there Johnny is Depp more helpless and depraved than a man in the depths of an ether binge. Yeah, I mean it's yeah that's what Burning Man is about. Yeah. So it's about drugs. Well, we should go and interview some folks or something. And being crazy. Crazy crazy party. Yeah. Anyhow, anything else, Matt? What do you got? Uh, I don't have anything else besides... Uh, Gwent. Some black rage. <laughs> well, hopefully you can channel it. You know, if we could get all these black folks on board with Gary Johnson... Yeah. Well... Um, 
I don't know. I told uh, I told a friend of mine that I would uh, go over, you know, that list I showed you mm-hmm. of stuff he said about Gary Johnson. I told him that I would dismantle each one on the show. Yeah. And I don't think I'm going to. No? No. It's just so wildly uninformed that, and, and a lot of the right is harping on this religious freedom thing, mm-hmm. which he's clarified over and over and over and over again. Matter of fact, I sent uh, I sent a clip of uh, I sent a clip of um, Gary Johnson, who finally made it on to Glenn Beck, um, and Glenn Beck was asking about this too. You know, of course, because Glenn Beck is big into the religious freedom thing, and he's he he asked him point blank. He's like, "Do you think that a church should have to perform a gay wedding?" And he said, "No, I do not." Yeah, you know, and and so it's it's just it's clear as mud. Um, but uh, yeah, and then some of the stuff about uh, I, I obviously can't defend some of the comments that Bill Weld, his running mate, met, made about uh, guns. He made some comments, and I mean, it just clearly shows you're you're wildly uninformed. Like he has no idea what he's talking about. He 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 started by saying, I guess that uh, like the M1 or like any kind of rifle is an assault weapon, but uh, but handguns are more dangerous. But like, I mean, clearly it was like. It, It'd be like if I asked you about guns. Like, I, I just there was just nothing. You're like, what? Yeah. What are you trying to? I say I know nothing here? about guns. Like, there's nothing. There's yeah. nothing coming out of your face that makes any sense. I know that guns are only dangerous in the hands of a black person. But well, that's, that's all true. I, that's all I know about. That's guns. true. Yeah. You know. But uh, but literally, it was like that kind of like like what are what are you talking about? And so he said a, he made a couple of points about there, which is very true. Like Bill Wild obviously doesn't know what he's talking about about guns. But it's funny because I'm at a point with my support for Gary Johnson, which is interesting. And so I kind of jumped on board a little early and I'm like, I think I'm going to vote for Johnson when kind of Clinton and Trump rose to the ranks because I, I, I can't vote for either one of them. Uh, and he was the nominee uh, in 2012. And so I kind of had a little bit of a backstory of who this guy was. But then I started supporting him. And now that he's getting all this media coverage and the CNN town hall and all this stuff. And, and another thing that the right's doing is uh, Gary Johnson endorsed Black Lives Matter. No, no, he didn't. No, yeah. he didn't. On the CNN town hall, they asked him about it, and he literally said, "Personally, for me, it was a wake up as to the fact that discrimination is happening." That's it. That's all he said. Which is a bullshit answer. Yeah, it's an odd answer, if anything. But it's yeah. but he, he didn't endorse Black Lives Matter. That's not yeah. like, well, I, so far from the truth. Anyways. It was an answer that was designed to not answer the question, but not piss black people off. Yeah, yeah. It's a political answer. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, um, that being said. Uh, I'm at a point where it, uh, I, I'm. You run across things you don't like because I'm into guns, uh, <laughs> Second Amendment rights. That that that's a big thing for me. And his running mate obviously doesn't know what he's talking about at all when it comes to that subject. But I'm at a point now where it's like, yeah, but he also wants to decriminalize drugs and in the drug war and uh, like all this other stuff in terms of freedom and liberty and cutting the budget and and reforming healthcare and all this other stuff. That that to me has to outweigh the. Uh, his VP didn't know what he was talking about about guns. Yeah, you know, which is funny because there's one or two of those things for me with Johnson, whereas there's a hundred with Clinton and there's a hundred with Trump. You know, so I'm still choosing. In a way, it's funny because I'm still choosing the lesser of two evils, or you know, like that type of mindset. Like, I, and I think, especially in the political process, there's always a point where you have to. I don't know if I agree with that, but they're so strong on this or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's dangerous to be a single issue voter, though, on, a, on abortion or gay marriage or weed or whatever it is, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I think there's a point with every politician where you have to, oh, okay, who am I going to support and why, and do it strategically. And again, you know, the st- strategy behind Gary Johnson is to 
stir that show up like we talked about earlier you know if there if nobody can get the magic number of electoral votes you know what'll happen and and if it does go to the house like i said i don't think johnson will i'm I'm not under any there's there are people out there that think that if it went to the house they'd pick gary johnson i don't think so i don't i do not think so um i don't know that they'd pick trump i don't know that they'd pick clinton i don't know that they wouldn't pick an outsider i don't know but i do not think they'd pick johnson uh the fix is in folks Hillary Clinton will be our next president. No ifs, ands, or buts. It's going to happen. Yep, but that's good because the Clinton Foundation will be watching over us, man. Well. Keeping us safe at night, tucking us warmly into our beds. Thanks, Clinton Foundation. <laughs> the fix is in. Even old, mean old Eric Cartman. Hillary Clinton will be our next president. Yeah. However, the best we can do yeah. in the light of that overwhelming odds is cause as much of a show as possible. Yeah. I mean, Looney Tunes off the wall <laughs> nonsense show. Right. And that's the best outcome we can possibly have yeah. for these elections. Because Hillary's going to win no matter what. Yeah. We just need to make as much waves and cause no, uh, as much turbulence as possible leading up to that election. You get enough people pissed off, and she will have a terrible presidency. She will be impeached. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we'll probably, it'll probably be business as usual, usual until, you know. Kanye West is our president. That's right. And then... Then he'll tuck us into bed. We'll finally be free of the white man's oppression. (laughs) I thought that's what Obama was supposed to do for us, man. Yeah, well. What the hell? And the wheel of time keeps on turning for thousands funny, of years. Though. Like, like so many people dismiss that. And I, I, I'm I'm a fan of Kanye's music. I'm, mm-hmm. I can't say I'm a fan of his politics, necessarily. Yeah. I don't think I am at all. But yeah. but that's... You know, people are like, oh, that's... Ha-ha, that's preposterous. Or, you know... That's, uh, no, it's not. That's what Trump did. That's yeah. what Trump did. Yeah. He took over a party as as a reality TV star. Mm-hmm. You understand that? Yeah. Like, we might as well get somebody from the Jersey Shore. At least they're better looking. And now we have... Seriously. Now we have the brain trust that created the most popular reality t- TV show of all time. Right. <laughs> behind the, Kanye the election West. system. Oh. Okay. Like, we have... Karda- you get the Kardashian brain trust. Yeah. Behind Con- Kanye West. Yeah. Who himself is the master you know the of controversy. The show is executive produced by Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. I mean, everything the guy touches turns to gold. So we already have somebody in Kanye West who is a master of controversy. Right. And getting his name out there. Right. Somebody with with a brain trust of women who who are masters of creating celebrity out of nothing. Yeah. Let, think, of that, think about that. They created that entire e-network media empire yeah. out of nothing no substance at all yeah none i like to think in the back of my mind that that and and this so imagine if chris jenner put her her mind to celebrity Kanye West. into politics <laughs> yeah exactly okay which is what it is now with with, with the live yeah, streams sure. and all this stuff sure uh <laughs> no i imagine i the, in my head this is how it went down yeah like one day all the kardashians are are hanging out you know and and uh and bruce is like you know i don't this is bullshit because kanye has his 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 labels is ready he does all this stuff kim obviously everybody you know she, she breathes and and it'll be on the front of everything and 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 chris has, has the show and you guys all have your shows you guys and i don't have anything anymore I don't. I, I. I was. I was the athlete, and then I married it, and then it's. I don't have anything. And Chris is like, Bruce, can I call you Bruce? Do you remember that one time when we were making love, and you asked me 
to put a finger. I, I, th- I think you remember where. Um, just hear me out. Hear me out. You're a famous athlete, medalist, Wheaties box. Bruce, what if, just, what if you're now a lady? Yeah. And you're famous because of that. Mm-hmm. Your life doesn't change. Everything's still the same. Yeah. You just get to, you get to, I'll, I'll call some folks over at ESPN. You'll walk on stage at the ESPYs. You'll get, it's going to be, it's, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Bruce, this is going to put you in everyone's mind, everyone's mind, everyone's eye. What do you think? That's how it went down. You just have to cut off your penis. That's it. Yeah. That's it. We'll get you a nice, lovely pair of tits. You've always loved my tits, Bruce. I'll get you some that are just like them. (laughs) You can pick, of all the female names, you can pick the one that you want, Bruce. Well. That's how it went down. It's a bleak future for America. Kanye West is going to be president. No hope. No hope As you probably could have guessed by this moment, I have decided in 2020 to run for president. Depression. Yeah. Oh, well, folks, we've had such a great time bringing this to you today. We would like to say that we're sponsored by Dollar Shave Club. That's right. Dollar Shave Club. Dollar Shave Club. Because who um, needs it? We, we, we don't have a promo code. So nope. what, what we want you to do is listen to any, uh, promo any co- other podcast. Promo code Joe Rogan. That's, <laughs> that's right. Go to any other podcast and just use their promo code. All uh, natural psychedelic float tanks. That's right. Um, we're, we're also brought to you by Mountain Dew. Mountain um, Dew. The neck beard fuel. Uh-huh. Uh, keeps you video gaming longer, and it will never remove your acne, so it will drop your chances of getting laid to literally zero. Uh, Mountain, Mountain Dew, Dew, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry, you're not getting laid anyway. That's right. Mountain Dew, don't worry, you're not getting laid anyways. That's right. Uh, so, yeah. Facebook, Twitter, mm-hmm. internet stuff, all that good stuff. Hit us up. Um, well, well, I need to put in, I need to put a couple things in motion for the show, Matt. We need to get the West Coast correspondent on board again uh-huh. once more. And then uh, we also need to do, I want, I want a Midwest correspondent. And I think I've got the gentleman in mind to do so. Yeah. Not that I wouldn't uh, consider <clears throat> a lady, but uh, we're kind of hoping uh, for somebody with a brain. So it's just, yeah, you, it's know, true. Yeah. you know, mm-hmm. technicalities. Yeah. But uh, I, th- I think I've got somebody in mind. I need to talk to him and see see how that's going to work out. Yeah. I think it'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have some conflicting viewpoints on some things and, and uh, you know, stir the uh, stir the pot a little bit. So, that being said, thanks for joining us. Um, it's been a good one. It has. See you later, everybody out there in Audio Land. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.